the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. 1440 KYCR Golden Valley, a service of Salem Media Group. Stream on the go with the free business 1440 app. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. Governments around the world are now wrestling with when and how to lift economically painful virus control measures. As unemployment rises and rent payments come due for many people, many places have instituted strict restrictions on movement to try and stop the spread of the new coronavirus, and many are now considering when and how they may lift some of those restrictions. Meanwhile, it's been tough on the economy and jobs. The International Monetary Fund approving $500 million to cancel six months of debt payments for 25 of the world's most impoverished countries. IMF Executive Director Kristalina Georgieva says the IMF Executive Board approved the debt service relief for 19 African countries, along with Afghanistan, Haiti, Nepal, Solomon Islands, Tajikistan, and Yemen. That is correspondent Jeremy House. Investors on Wall Street yesterday drove the Dow up 704 points at 24,242. This is SRN. As a business owner, you're in a difficult position today. Stay-at-home regulations, social distancing, and in some cases, extreme limitations on our individual liberties have caused small and medium businesses to question whether marketing during this time is the right thing to do. You're asking a lot of questions, and you're getting few, if any, answers. Salem Surround is here to help business owners during these challenging times. We're sponsoring free webinars April 22nd and 24th featuring nationally known marketing and advertising experts Burrell & Associates named in the top 2% of worldwide consultants by Gerson Lehrman Group. They'll discuss how to manage marketing in times of crisis and examples of how some businesses actually thrive in difficult times. Attend virtually to hear some factual data on what you can do to keep your business top of mind, relevant, and vital to customers today. Two free seminars are offered each day, April 22nd or 24th, and limited space is available. For times and to sign up, go to SalemSurround.com. SalemSurround.com. I can't believe we have to make this commercial. It's ridiculous. You'll think it's ridiculous, too. Listen to this. This commercial is about, well, it's about parents being rude at high school athletic events. Ridiculous, right? It gets worse. Studies show more than 75% of new high school officials are quitting because of bad adult behavior. So now there's a shortage of refs here in Minnesota in almost all sports. No officials means no more games. Is that what you want for us? Come on, parents. It's time to grow up. Cheer for your team. Be proud of your children. But stop being so ridiculous. And don't make us run another commercial. Because we will. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Activities Administrators Association. Reminding you to always practice good sportsmanship. The following program was pre-recorded. The Wall Street Business Network is on the air. I want every American to be prepared for the hard days that lie ahead. Basically the worst parts of the Bible. Is it safe? It's the King Banyan Show on Business 1440. States are competing against states. Shameful. Dogs and cats living together. Mass hysteria. As an educator and former legislator, Professor Banyan steps out of the classroom and onto the airwaves to break down the local and national economic news that matters to you. Shut it down. Screw your P&L. America will pay you more not to work than work. This is a wartime issue and a wartime mobilization is what's needed. It's like people only do things because they get paid. And that's just really sad. This is the time for all Americans to come together and do our part. We had the greatest economy in the world. We had the greatest economy in the history of our country. I think in the end we'll be stronger for it. When will then be now? Ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. Now, here's King Banyan. Oh. Don't you feel like just throwing your hands out right there? Oh. 
It's so good. Welcome back, King Bangy Show, Business 1440. Yeah, that's, it, the job of a producer is to give the, the host music that gives the host energy. If you can't get energized to that piece of music, you probably should check to see if you have a pulse. <laughs> okay? Just just should it, shouldn't happen any other way. I, I will tell you, I, I mentioned in the last hour, golf course is opening. I'm so excited, I can't even tell you. I'm actually... So I, I will tell you, we were talking with, talking with John during the break uh, about my setup down here. This is, what, this is where I am right now. I have a computer hutch that is left over from the 1980s down in the basement. We had a flood down here a couple of years ago. Most of the furniture we had to remove and, and chuck. And um, we didn't have... We've never actually replaced it. So this is the only real desk I have in the basement. I'm in the basement largely because it has the best sound in the house. But I have a place to put the iPad. And the iPad is running the sound from my end that's going down to to the station. Over 90 degrees for me and sitting on top of of an end table that is half the height of the desk is an old MacBook. I mean, this is a six-year-old MacBook. I'm surprised it, MacBook Air. I'm surprised it still really, really works as well as it does. But this is one of the reasons why I love Apple. Okay, their machines don't really die. They just become outdated. Um, <laughs> I, um, and I'm, so I'm having to look, look here, but I cannot move myself to get from, from, looking to see if I still have a signal to looking over here to see if I've actually got an iPad working or to see my see if my MacBook has something on it. So it is you know, it is a really weird setup. And yet I will say this is the week where I, I've decided, you know what, I need to have a whole lot of gratitude about about the life I live. I was after the show last week, we've started to use Instacart, right? And I, I never had even, I didn't even hear of Instacart until a month ago. And I know you folks down in the Twin Cities have your Whole Foods and the, and you have various delivery things. We live here in St. Cloud. Coburn's Delivers is an option for us. Um, I don't, for a variety of reasons, uh, I've I don't actually like that particular service we haven't used it and so instacart delivers from a couple of places that we usually shop at and so we decided okay we'll go that way i will tell you how much fun it's been okay i'm a little fascinated by by the whole experience um i uh you go on instacart you order your food from your place and, and then you send your shopper in and the shopper's going out to do this now I'm over 60. I have type 2 diabetes. So I, I am in that group of individuals who, and my diabetes is well under control. Thank, thank you. If you're worried about King, are you taking care of yourself? It's like, yes, I've got my weight under control. My blood sugar is doing awesome. Uh, I am running 10 to 12 miles a week. I exercise. I do, I do uh, weights twice a week. I am exercising with my wife now that we're home together. I am at, we're going out to exercise every day of the week. Okay, indeed, uh, indeed, except for one day where I had to work late and I said, I'm not going to get out before sundown, so if you want to go ride the bike without me, you go do that. She did. Okay, so it's Saturday. I'm ordering my, I'm ordering my food. And I'm watching this guy, and the name and the name comes up, and it's and, and I will just say, it's obviously not someone named John or Bill or Susan, right? It's someone with a name that indicates that they probably are not from the United States originally. I'm, and I don't know who this person is, but it's it, it is a name. It's a name that would indicate that they come from another country. And he's shopping for things. And he starts, he starts, Instacart has a chat function. And he's asking me, I can't find this for you. Do you want that? And so forth. And he's basically helping me make decisions. 
And then he gets in his car and he says, and at one point I said, no, no, I don't want that. Get this. And he says, they don't have that. And I was like, okay, then skip it. Let's not just get, let's just not get that. And he's like, and he's like, oh, I'm not doing a good job. And I like, patient said, no, you're, you have no idea. You are helping me so much because I'm in that category where I'm really actually not supposed to go out. I'm supposed to really minimize the amount of time I'm outside. And I, you know, and so I, I, you know, so I went back into the app and I, and the question is, what do you tip a shopper? Well, whatever it was, I decided I'm doubling it because this guy's, this guy is really trying to help me. And I really appreciate that. And they had told me it was anywhere from zero to, it was going to be anywhere from one to six hours. The groceries were there in 90 minutes he had gotten everything. We'd had this talk using this thing. And, uh, and as he drives away, I'm thinking to myself, I'm a really lucky guy. And here in the middle of all this, and I like to crab about, you know, businesses closing, I worry about what's happening to the economy. But it isn't personal. For me, my life's great. I can still do pretty much all the things I can do that I do for the university I can do from home. There's some things that are a little harder, but, you know, anytime I start saying, boy, this is really hard right now, I think of that person running through a store to get things for me and, I, and say, pinch yourself, man, you're a lucky guy. Thank you. Yeah. You're a lucky guy. Pinch yourself. And, and I worry about other people because I want you to think about this for a minute. I mentioned this person's ethnicity only because if you look at the people who are working, who we're calling in the essential industries right now, these are the essential industries are in fact not the people who are, are making six-figure incomes. A lot of those folks are actually non-essential. Many of us luckily continue to earn our income while working from home. But some of, some of us have six-figure incomes and can't do that because we're in sales. And sales is kind of a thing that you got to do in person. Or, or we are people who work in, in a, managing a production plant. We're first-line supervisors in a production plant. We get the supervisor money. But the plant's closed because we don't produce something that's essential. And it falls a little bit randomly. And I love the fact, and I point out, the people who are being called essential workers, I mean, I, I'm, I'm glad that we're clapping hands for, for health care workers. I, I'll join you in that. But look at your average health, but look at your average health care center. There are a lot of folks who find jobs in health care centers who are, recent, who are recent immigrants to our country. There are lots of folks doing the kind of work, you, the kind of work that supports me doing the work in the grocery store who are also new Americans. There are lots of people who are, who are running delivery services for the, for the restaurants who are still driving taxis. And then I look and see the people who are working in police and fire. They've all still got to work. And maybe this has turned out to be like a really bad flu, maybe it's worse. I think it's worse, but honestly, we don't know yet. Okay, and anyone that tells you it's no, it's just a bad flu, you don't know that. Oh, this is this is going to kill everybody. You don't know that. I have to, I have to live with the fact that I have this epistemic uncertainty, this very low level of epistemic certainty about what this thing does. And so does everybody else. But what I do know is, if there's a risk out there, this has been set up in such a way that I'm not the one having to bear the risk, on the one hand. The people who are bearing the risk are the people who are, who are actually earning, who typically earn a lot less income, who we actually don't pay much attention to until now. And I'm really hoping, I'm really hoping, that when this is over, we don't forget... <laughs> We don't forget the fellow whose name I can't even pronounce who's texting me basically to ask, did I get the rice groceries for you? Because he wants to make sure that I get what I need. 
and he's th- he thinks he's doing something. He's do- he might be messing up my order. I'm just glad he's there, and I'm just glad that we live in a world where I've got that kind of technology. Because those people I was talking about in 1918, they didn't have anything like that. If you needed food, you had to go out and get the food and put yourself at risk. We'll be right back after this. You're listening to the King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Whoa, look at all these options. You could fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream Business 1440. Top shelf choices include TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com our free app and radio.com relief factor pain relief that's natural pain relief that works and pain relief that attacks the source of the pain i come from the doctor's clinic this morning 28 staples out of my knee and i am not taking painkillers why because i don't need to i'm taking relief factor yes it's a triple dose but it doesn't have any negative side effects and I am doing just fine. Thank you very much. That's the experience of tens of thousands of Americans who are taking Relief Factor right now. See their incredible video endorsements at relieffactor.com and then order your three-week quick starter pack for just nineteen ninety-five. That's less than a dollar a day. That's truly remarkable to be liberated from your pain for less than a dollar a day. Find out if it can work for you like it works for me by ordering your three-week quick starter pack today. Go right now. ReliefFactor.com. ReliefFactor.com. This is your opportunity to be the next success story. You're about to hear a commercial for a very unique mortgage team that has a very specific advantage that could save your family monthly and lifelong money. Two things you should know. One, we were started by a dad and his son and his wife and his sister-in-law. And we've grown to be a faith-focused mortgage team that's helping families across the U.S. We're faith and family at our core, and we don't hide it. Two, we've still stayed fairly small, on purpose. We're only about a couple dozen people, a makeup that we believe lets us truly know every person that calls. But we also have a big advantage. Our company is a direct lender, which means our company gets to use its own money and make its own decisions within its own walls, a reality that often allows us to get you a better rate, which could save you monthly and lifelong money. We or United Faith Mortgage at unitedfaithmortgage.com. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Melville Park, Road, Melville, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to animalistconsumeraccess.org. Corporate Animalist number 1330. Equal housing lender. I license in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, Mississippi, Montana, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah. Looking to disinfect, American Pressure has solutions for you. Our mobile disinfecting mister is a cart featuring a high-pressure pump, 15-gallon reservoir tank, and misting and atomizing nozzle with a 50-foot applicator hose. Great for doing large areas and quickly wetting surfaces. We also have Vital Oxide, an EPA-registered disinfectant. In an era of fake news and misleading headlines, turn to a leader in accurate reporting, townhall.com. Get caught up with today's top stories, find brilliant commentary from our columnists, and have a laugh with our political cartoons at townhall.com. Yeah, pretty soon there'll be nothing left for everybody. Pretty soon there'll be nothing left for you and me. Well, actually, it might be the opposite. There's going to be a lot of stuff left. A lot of oil. King Banyan Show, Business 1440. Tell you what, there's a lot of. There's a lot of oil out there. Um, I was talking, uh, I, I I will mention more about this in the next segment. But I was talking with uh, former KBRS producer, Ross Brendel, on uh, uh, he invited me to participate on his sports-oriented, his Minnesota Gopher sports-oriented uh, podcast uh, this past week to talk about uh, the impact of uh, COVID on uh, college athletics. It was a lot of fun. I, uh, I, you'll find a link to the show on my on our Twitter feed at Pound KBRS if you're interested. It was very, very, very interesting to talk about that with him. But 
He lives uh, very close to Lakeville. Uh, I think he lives uh, just one town over. And Lakeville, of course, has gas selling. If you ever look at the gas buddy and want to say, what's the minimum price of gas? John, what was the price of gas for you when you looked outside? I knew you were going to ask. i got to run to the window, King. Fill for me, all right? Oh, okay. <laughs> Just fill. Vamp, vamp, vamp. Uh, so, so I drove, and I saw prices of like 154 up here in St. Cloud, but that would have been like, like on Tuesday or Wednesday. And, and so I'm going to be filling, and I'm filling, and seeing if John wants to come back and tell me what the price of gas is. 144. 144. 144. So 144, 154. There was a post I put up on t- Twitter last week, um, a, a 79.9. 79, that's not bucks. That's 79.9 cents a gallon in, in Lakeville. Now, that isn't too far from the mothership, John. I would think you might want to go take advantage of that sweet, sweet low price. That would be worth it for the amount of gas I use, too. That would definitely be yeah, worth it. Yeah, you, you, tank up a, you tank up a fair amount there, and you drive a car that isn't known for gas mileage, as I recall. Correct. Uh, and, but the reason I bring this up is, is people are trying to get rid of gas, all right? Usually, you know, people want to have – people want to – People, you know, people think oh, I need to buy some gas. Guess what? Right now, gas stations, oil producers, they want to sell you some gas because the tanks are getting too full. So this gets around to us. I haven't really spent much time talking about this. This is a great article at Geopolitical Futures, which is the, uh, which is the consulting practice run by uh, the, the famous George George uh, Friedman, um, and and. Um, what this piece by a woman named Antonia, I'm, not, I'm going to mess up her last name, Kola Basanu, sounds like a, uh, like a Romanian or uh, Albanian name. Uh, it is a, uh, she writes about the fact that, uh, writes a very, very interesting piece. And I'm just going to talk you through this one graph, because this graph is just jaw-dropping. Jaw-dropping. The graph shows global oil demand year-over-year growth. And you see so many graphs that look like this in this particular time, where growth and growth and decline are measured in like 1 million or 2 million barrels, plus or minus. Maybe in a really boom year, you might get 2.5 to 3 million more barrels. And because gas and oil are very inelastic in, in uh, supply, meaning that it takes a huge increase in the price to get any more gas or oil being produced. Because of that, prices typically are what balances the market. The size of the decline versus the ones and the twos, global oil demand growth year over year for April is estimated to fall by 29 million barrels per day. 29 million barrels. That is an absolutely huge change. The estimates are all over the place, but they appear to be somewhere in the range for the most of the spring and summer of between 15 and 35 million barrels. Now, I, people who listen to the show know I tend to be a little bit of a, a, a skeptical of some of the things that's done by the Trump administration. And I remember asking when it first heard it, why on earth it was that the Trump administration would say, in short, we help the Saudis and the Russians make a deal for OPEC Plus to control the amount of oil that's being produced. I will say I was wrong to have criticized the administration. They probably actually got this right. OPEC Plus decided to reduce oil, but only reduced it by less than 10 million barrels per day. That wasn't enough, and the U.S. threw in a little bit to help finish making the deal because Mexico said we can't cut four hundred, we can't cut four hundred thousand barrels per day. Our budget is really strained right now. We need to be able to continue to produce. So the U.S. kicked in a little bit extra in terms of its production. But in return for that, the Saudis did the United States a real solid in why Trump decided to be part of this deal and why the administration be part of this deal. 
Saudi Arabia has reoriented its production, at least for the next few months, away from the U.S. market and is sending it back over into the Asian market because Asia is probably the one place that doesn't have declining demand for oil as much as Western Europe and the U.S. do. So the reduction in the reduction in supply the reduction in supply wasn't enough, but it's helping the U.S. shale producers at least not have Saudi oil, Nigerian oil, Venezuela. Well, we're not getting Venezuelan oil, but to get all the other oil out of there, get out of our tanks, out of our pipelines, and allow us to fill up our pipelines, fill up the strategic petroleum reserve with U.S. produced shale. Now, the prices are still going to be low, though not as low as before. That 79.9 number was before this deal was made. I don't think we'll see that number again. That 144 that John mentioned or the 159 that I mentioned is probably going to be somewhere where, where that range settles for a while. For a while. And this is why, whether this is a V-shape or U-shape, this is why it really matters for the oil economy. It matters for them because... If it's if it doesn't turn around, we're eventually going to fill up the, the we're going to fill up the, uh, the the pipelines. We're going to fill up the the strategic petroleum reserve. They're all going to get filled. There's not going to be any place to put the put the oil anymore, and it's going to look like what you've seen the stories from the farms not having any place to send their eggs or send their milk, and so you see them being dumped into sluices and and and, and being tossed away. That could be the oil industry. We might have to shut in the wells. All that the, this deal does, really, in terms of the U.S., is it buys shale oil producers some time. They're going to get less for their oil. Some of them are going to fail. We're going to see some failures that happen in the bond market. Okay, we're going to see. Okay, some of the junk bond market's going to going to flip upside down because that's going to be a problem for them. But that story gets a lot worse the longer this goes on. This is one of the areas that supports my, my hypothesis that I gave you in the last hour, that the, in, the, the impact of the shutting down of the economy in, is increasing with the number of days. The additional cost every day is higher. Not the total cost, but the, the fraction that incremental cost of another day is higher from day to day to day the longer this thing goes. And so this deal is really not going to help them very much. By the way, if you happen to be someone that, that thinks that we should have a strong policy vis-a-vis -vis Russia, they're the ones that ended up with the short end of the stick. Okay? Russia ends up... Russia ends up actually getting not a high not a high enough price to balance their budget they had to agree to a larger cut than they were willing to agree to otherwise the saudis said we'll just keep the spigots running the saudis were the ones that basically got control of this thing then turn around and got made some kind of an offer to appease the united states because the u.s was in essence pressuring them to to not kill off all of the shale fields all at once and that that has happened now, but as you can, as as I look at at um, at what's happening right now, shale, we we had the price go down as low as on Brent crude. The price went down as low as sixteen dollars, but has now popped back up to about twenty eight, which is about the same price as as uh, Russian gas is going going to. Um, we should mention that um, that uh, Russia. Russia benefits, in fact, in fact, in part from having its oil come from places that are really cold, because that makes it easier for them to operate that equipment that runs hot. And so, that equipment is deteriorating. They have not been able to fix it. They are probably not going to have money to fix their their oil stuff, their oil pipelines, and the and the derricks this coming year. The, Russian oil is going is having some real problems. So if you have if if you're like me, someone that thinks the you know, it wouldn't be bad if the Russian oil industry kind of got hurt because that would keep them from doing some things geopolitically that we don't like. Guess what? This this particular move 
actually did hurt them, and it hurt them a fair amount. Ouch. Okay, so so this is going to be this is going to be a a, a a very a, a very difficult period for Russia. So bad for the U.S. Bad for bad for Russia. It hurts the Saudis insofar as they had to pump some extra oil. They're facing a low price. That price isn't going to come back very fast. But it's hurting them in the wallet in a place where they probably can afford to take it far more than either the United States or Russia. We will be back after this. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Are you tired of all the garbage that Hollywood puts out? Why not redeem the time you're spending at home with your family and watch something that affirms our American values? For a limited time, you can purchase No Safe Spaces, starring Dennis Prager and Adam Carolla. Go to nosafespaces.com to stream the number one political documentary of 2019. Free speech is under attack now more than ever. Politicians on the left are threatening to permanently shut down churches and synagogues. And we can't even open a debate about when we return to work. There is no more important time to watch No Safe Spaces, the movie that the hard left does not want you to see. Go to nosafespaces.com. Use the code SAVE25 to get 25% off your purchase. That's SAVE25. This offer is only available for a limited time. Send the message to Hollywood that you support movies that support your values. Go to nosafespaces.com today. More and more these days, it feels like sports are losing out to hype. Who dissed who? Who signed the fattest contract? Who got busted for cheating? Lost 2 is the unique capacity sports have to inspire us, to unite us. Well, great news, sports fans. Sports are still being played for the right reasons. They're still as entertaining as they are character building. You just have to know where to find it. And you only have to look as far as your local Minnesota high school. You know, the place where the games are exciting, concessions are affordable, and the parking is free. Where the emphasis is on hustle and heart instead of hype. If you prefer real, honest-to-goodness sport played for all the right reasons, you'll find it at your hometown high school, High School Sports. Games are being played this weekend at a Minnesota high school near you. Okay, everybody, who's in? This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Activities Administrators Association. So I'm standing here right now looking at 10 different brand new LG refrigerators, stoves, washers, and dryers. And we have all 10 listed at a minimum of $500 cheaper than most of our competitors. That's huge considering that PJ's Appliance Outlet We do not use the fictional, often inflated MSRP price that most appliance stores use to get these savings. At PJ's, we're discounting real-time competitors' pricing for the same appliances throughout the cities. Hey, it's PJ here from PJ's Appliance Outlet. Now, I know you've heard all about how our customers travel from all over the Twin Cities to save hundreds, sometimes thousands, on name-brand appliances. In fact, customers upgrading several appliances have more often than not walked out of our store saving thousands. There's only so much I can say in a radio ad about our products, prices, and ironclad warranties. So if you're looking for new appliance or just feel like browsing, come check us out at pjsappliantsoutlet.com. That's pjsappliantsoutlet.com, where every deal is a steal. The following program was pre-recorded. Welcome back. King Banyan Show, Business 1440. Happy Saturday. Looks like a gorgeous weekend. Hope you're having a good one. Yep, we're all we're all still um, stay at home, but at least you can go work in the garden, and if the golf course is open near you, you can go. You are free to roam the golf course, although you'll have to be a little bit a little bit different. In fact, let me talk about that that little bit right now. Um no, you know what? Let's save that. We'll save that for the last segment. Um anyway, let's uh let me talk about uh instead 
the uh, the uh, payroll protection plan, which of course we know ran out of money. So said same uh, person, I talked about uh, the hardware store. Okay, guy owns a hardware store. Um, and they go to their bank, which is, as I mentioned, one of those one of those banks that's one of the larger ones that everybody will know the name of. But I'm not going to name them because I don't want to be accused of, of messing with the bank. Besides, which I have, I have friends at that bank. I have friends, I have friends that work at just about every bank out there, and I don't want to insult. I don't want to insult my friends because who know, who knows? This may just be be, be a bad. Uh, this may have just been a bad experience with uh, with an incompetent person. Um, so here's, here's the, uh, here's, here's what, what, what he found, right? Works with a bank, been working with a bank for years. Wants a, wants one of these PPP loans, which says in essence, if I keep my people working in my, my store or my business, that this loan will be this loan that I'm taking out will be forgiven and in essence goes to pay those workers. The the boss, you know, these are operated by this by this the small business administration. Small business administration, I know people work for SBA too, and I know people that work with SBA on a regular basis. In fact that's their their business model is they, they facilitate SBA lending. SBA lending volumes typically run in the tens of billions of dollars. Okay, 30, 40, 50 billion dollars of volume around the country in a year. The the payroll protection plan it was 349 billion dollars. So it is approximately 10 times the volume that of, of annual volume that SBA wants to do. They push it out in a year. They, they, they Now, normally they do 30 to 50 in a year. They do 350 in the money's gone in two weeks. What? Yeah. The money's gone in two weeks. If you listen to my friend Hugh Hewitt over on business, over on AM 12A of the Patriot, on, on our sister station, where you'll hear Mitch Berg this afternoon at 1 o'clock, uh, today, you or or Brad Carlson, if you're listening to us on the replay on Sunday, well, Brad's there. Eh, it's two two shows for the price of one. Anyway, I would tell you that um, that money that money went out very fast, and different banks were having different experiences with the with the money. I talked to one person who had I talked to a banker here in the Central Minnesota area who says he did approximately he did more than 10 million dollars of volume in about 10 days. And I said, "How's that compare to what you normally would do do for production of business loans?" He says, "He would he says 10 million for me normally would be be maybe a quarter." And he did it in 10 days. So money's flying out the door fast. Some people are fast. These people went and the and this bank did you know says okay you got to get your all the documents together and we got to receive them we got to receive them electronically but SBA is used to actually actually having somebody physically look at documents actually receiving paper they agree that they can't take it in paper so they say yep you can send me electronic format but they don't have the scanning machines to actually process that information off of a off of a PDF or some other scanned form. Somebody somewhere actually has to open up the document and read it. Whoops. Yeah. And it has to give information like what was the size of your payroll, what was the size of your revenue over the last year, how many people do you are working for you, what's your plan for keeping them. There's there's a significant amount of information. I'll make the long story short. They sent the all. They put their last paperwork. The last paperwork filing they had they had to put in was to be put on Monday. The loan officer. They called the loan officer on Tuesday. Nope, not done yet. Loan officer. They call Wednesday. Nope, not done yet. They call Thursday. Yes, it's done. Except, except there is no 
there is no more money in the in the payroll protection plan and even even more interestingly uh they're not even in the queue for whatever might come down the road denied so our so at the end of the conversation i said so what do you plan to do now he says well i got other ideas but one of them is i probably need a new bank i predict a lot of banks are going to be upset with their bankers here over the next over the next month or so and there's going to be some people uh, there's there's going to be some changes in bank business that happen because there's a lot of bad there's a lot of bad feelings out there right now. But this gets me to this one last clip of uh, John Williams. Okay, we played him in the last hour. He's on, on about a nine minute interview with uh, Steve Leisman on CNBC Squawk Box yesterday, and he was asked about the plan about the payroll protection plan and. And the Fed's participation in it, and our and their and what they're doing. I want you to listen to this answer because I I, I don't know. I got I got I got to listen to this again because I didn't think I liked the answer the first time I heard it, but I only listened to it two times, and I want to hear it again. Go ahead and play that, John. Cut number one. Well, I do see the Main Street program as really an essential part of our approach at the Federal Reserve, working with the U.S. Treasury on providing support for the economy and making sure that credit is flowing, especially to small and medium-sized businesses. I think it complements the uh, CARES Act, uh, SBA, PPP uh, program, and obviously complements our efforts at more broad, broader market functioning. Stop. Okay, so here's the thing. What the Fed is doing is not PPP. It is designed to help with Main Street lending programs. So it's, it's to, it basically is a repackaging and a, and a bundling of loans to get them off the balance sheets of the banks. But they're not these PPP loans. So my my friend the the hardware store at the hardware store is listening to this thing and saying, "Well, how do I get one of those loans?" Well, you don't. You actually have to go back to the bank and just get get like an extended line of credit. It has to meet a certain criteria. You meet all the criteria. Well, how do I do that? Well, you got to go talk to this guy, but it's a different it's a different loan program. And for Williams to say it, it complements PPP, not really. Not really. Continue. Functioning in terms of uh, uh, the large uh, business uh, markets, like the corporate bond market. Uh, you know, we are very focused at the Federal Reserve on making sure that this program gets uh, money, uh, gets credit flowing uh, immediate as soon as possible, uh, that it's hitting the businesses that need it the most uh, and really is done at a scale. Uh, that addresses the, uh, the issues that businesses across the country are facing and will face over the next few months. Now, clearly, we've made an initial announcement at the Federal Reserve around the, uh, the, this program. Uh, we all, the Federal Reserve also asked for comments on that. We're getting a lot of feedback. and uh, Stop! And we don't need to play the rest of the clip. Here's, here's, here's the other part that bothered me. We're still getting comments. The house is on fire and you're having a conversation about how to lay out the hose? You know, I'm getting comments on whether or not the hose should be put over here or over there. Should have one curl in it or two. What are you doing, guys? Stop it. Stop it. Put the money where it needs to go. SBA is putting money out there. It's got a clumsy process. A lot of people are dissatisfied. But my gosh and goodness, you're sitting on... $500 $500 billion in this thing that's being being paid by, that's being put together with money out of the Treasury that was from CARES, and you're still taking comments? You clumsy poop! You are still taking comments? How is a bank supposed to get, get the amount of money it needs to refinance its balance sheet so it can make more loans when you're still in the comment period, sir? I, I don't know. And that was at the very end of the interview. At least been let him go at that moment. I'm like, oh, mm, you should have stayed on him for a little bit longer. Back after this, King Banyan Show, Business 1440. Business 1440 is KYCR Golden Valley.
Limitless access to business and investment strategy. Listen to Business 1440 with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities and invest worldwide. As a business owner, you're in a difficult position today. Stay-at-home regulations, social distancing, and in some cases, extreme limitations on our individual liberties have caused small and medium businesses to question whether marketing during this time is the right thing to do. You're asking a lot of questions, and you're getting few, if any, answers. Salem Surround is here to help business owners during these challenging times. We're sponsoring free webinars April 22nd and 24th, featuring nationally known marketing and advertising experts, Burrell & Associates, Named in the top 2% of worldwide consultants by Gerson Lehrman Group, they'll discuss how to manage marketing in times of crisis and examples of how some businesses actually thrive in difficult times. Attend virtually to hear some factual data on what you can do to keep your business top of mind, relevant, and vital to customers today. Two free seminars are offered each day, April 22nd or 24th, and limited space is available. For times and to sign up, go to SalemSurround.com. SalemSurround.com. Paid non-attorney spokesperson Fierce Nachiwadi with Principal Office in Dallas, Texas is responsible for the content in this ad. Attention women, if you or a loved one used talcum powder for at least four years and were then diagnosed with advanced stages of ovarian cancer or metastatic ovarian cancer before the age of 75, listen closely. You may be entitled to substantial compensation. Call 800-991-4422. Time is limited to file a claim and we'll have to pull your medical records. You must have been diagnosed with ovarian cancer within the last 10 years. You need an attorney on your side fighting for your rights. Call 800-991-4422. One of the leading manufacturers of talcum powder has been ordered to pay millions of dollars in claims to the families of women who died of ovarian cancer. If you or a loved one used talcum powder for at least four years and were diagnosed with advanced stages of ovarian cancer or metastatic ovarian cancer that moved to other organs within the last 10 years, don't wait. Call 800-991-4422. That number again, 800-991-4422. Call 800-991-4422. Call right now. Let's face it, life can get busy. Between work, trips to the cabin on the weekends, keeping your eye on the markets, with everything going on, convenience usually comes at a premium. But Business 1440 is here to make things a bit easier. With the iHeartRadio app, you can stream your favorite shows anytime, anywhere, and it's free. Download iHeartRadio from the App Store or listen online at iHeartRadio.com and stay connected with your best financial partner wherever you go. Business 1440. If you have a need for your roof or gutters, it's even easier to find us online now at thekingdombuilders.com. That's thekingdombuilders.com. If you have one, don't throw away our old business card. Even if you go to the old site, you'll end up at thekingdombuilders.com. Tra-la-la, twiddly-dee-dee, it gives me a thrill to wait. Up in the morning to the mockingbird's trip. Oh, I love that. Have you noticed it's so quiet outside that you can hear the birds? I, we, seriously, we've, we've walked around, you know, and I hear things and I'm just like, that's probably always been there. I just never really heard it before. You know, there was actually spotted or heard at least a coyote in South St. Cloud. Did you? I never. I've been here over for over thirty years. Never heard that we had. I've seen fox and I've seen deer. I've seen. I've even seen. I've even seen a wolf uh, in St. Cloud once. Although I was pretty deep on a on a trail uh, when we in that particular situation. But I've never ever heard coyote. King, I hear him every week, every night. <laughs> Is that right? Oh, yeah. I'm on the west side of uh, Lake Minnetonka. A lot of yeah. swamps out by us, and then there's yeah. the Minnetonka Regional Park, and they are everywhere. They they come right up to our neighborhood roads. When our dog, uh, we got a new dog recently, was a puppy. My brother ran into a real big one at mm. night, right out on the road. It makes you, they're like uh, velociraptors. They travel in packs, and if you see one, you know there's six in the woods. So, anyway, it's been really quiet, and, and it's also been really quiet. You know, I think about I've been digging through some pretty old stuff, trying to find things to watch because I don't have sports on on TV right now. And one of the things that uh, happened to me this past week was, as I've mentioned a couple of times, um, Ross Brendel, former uh, producer of KBRS, 
uh, managed to um, give me a yeah. We love Ross. Uh, also, uh, also producer of uh, other Northern Alliance shows at various times uh, is currently working. Uh, is currently working from his home and uh, broadcasting uh, uh, for uh, Score uh, Score North, and he just he does a podcast. And so he called to talk about sports, and it was interesting. He wrote me just on the day on the he he hats me on on the very day that it's announced that the the PGA is coming back. Uh, and they're going to start their series in in June, and I was talking with him about about what the implications are for various sports. I happen to be of the belief that that you probably can do the NBA. Okay, I think there will be a, a championship of the National Basketball Association. Maybe not till July, but they can do it because they can do. You can kind of create a biodome of uh, uh, of some kind. Most of the NBA goes to Las Vegas in the summer anyway and plays their summer games in in Vegas. They could redo that. Although I read a very interesting piece on Yahoo that I thought was fascinating. You know who's got a lot of empty space right now? Walt Disney World. And they got hotels galore. Now, I want you to think about how much how many hotels and how much space do you have to have? In order to be able to host, not maybe not even all thirty NBA teams. Maybe you're only bringing twelve to play a champ to play a championship, uh, a tournament of some kind. But maybe you don't bring them all. But it, nonetheless, it would take a whole lot of space to make that happen. I really think that that the NBA can find a way to put something on. But the biggest key to this is. The NBA lives off its off its revenue from its national contracts and it shares its money, including sharing it with the players. So when people said, "All oh, the players are not going to want to stay in some place," well, guess what? If they don't put on the, if they don't put on a championship, there are a lot of people. There are a lot of NBA players are going to end up having to give back checks because they were getting paid for a full season, included a championship. And if there isn't a championship, those checks have to go back. They're not going to like that. They're not going to like that at all. I'm less optimistic, and I feel ba- I feel bad to say this. I'm less optimistic about the about Major League Baseball because they don't share as much of their revenue. The teams depend on, to a great extent on the number of people who come through the turnstile at their stadiums during their home games. They're not going to be able to have if they can't have fans come watch them if they get to all play in the various uh, training complexes down in down in the Phoenix and Tucson area. I don't see how it is possible for them to actually keep enough money running through in order to in order to pay the bills because the national TV contract is probably I'm trying to remember the exact number. I think it's only about forty percent of the team revenue. And it varies dramatically between, between say, uh, the Yankees, who depend a great deal. They'll lose a ton of money if they can't put games on at Yankee Stadium. And places like uh, Pittsburgh, where, where, frankly, places like Pittsburgh might be in real trouble if they can't actually play a game. So Ross and I were having a conversation about that. And I also... And then we turn to college sports, because this show is basically about, about Minnesota, University of Minnesota sports. Uh, so the, the, the golfers and, and he asked me about, about that as well. I will say, you know, what, what do I do with those sports? I tell people, think about sports in, as they apply now in, in, uh, in colleges. Yes, they're big business for about 30 universities. They're a huge business. They're making obscene amounts of money. Most universities actually lose money on their athletics if you just look at the athletics budget, where they make their money. And I think this includes the U. I don't think the U makes money off athletics. But they might make money by having athletics run as a loss leader to help them with recruiting students to come to the University of Minnesota. They might use that as a way to keep alumni engaged and allow and, and get donations uh, get contributions from the alumni that help keep the keep the university going, keeping their name in the newspaper, 
and getting people to root for for the various various things. That really applies even more for places like like my university, which is not Division One except for hockey. Uh, we have we have a division we have Division Two sports. Nobody we're not making money off those sports. Indeed, we've had to cut back on the number of sports we play. We no longer have a a a men's football program at Saint Cloud State. But what you can do with those programs is you can you can still maybe get some donations and that helps if you're in D1. But the other side of it is the beauty of what happens in college sports from having people play games together and having young men and young women learn the skill of leading and and, and being part of a team. That has a, a significant value to that. I tell people repeatedly as much as my daughter has succeeded as an academic university life, she's currently working on a doctorate in mathematics. She is, she is one of those really, really, really uh, uh, smart people. Her life got, her life got a lot better from the fact that she was able to participate in a Division Three cross country running program that probably only. 80, 70, 80 people showed up as spectators to watch. Many of them, in fact, probably members of other teams, parents like me who the team was here running its local meet, so I went out to watch my daughter run. There weren't a lot of other people there. But what it did in terms of building up a network of friendships that last a lifetime is amazing. Uh, and and if you want to talk about the, the hidden costs of COVID-19, I will tell you what it does for the for the fact that those players can't and those athletes can't go to the gym, they can't take part in spring sports, they can't do those things. That's the part that makes me sad. It's not about the fact that I'm not getting to watch March Madness. It's that I can't get to watch some Division Three school's spring track program have their end-of-year awards in their banquet. That's That's kind of a sad part to it, too. And that's kind of what we talked about on the show. I'd, I'd encourage you to go listen to it. I'll post a link to it again at the end of this show. Thanks for listening today. King Banyan Show, Business 1440. Attention homeowners. Do you have a house that's in need of serious repairs? Do you have tenants that never seem to make their monthly payments? How about code violations, past due taxes, or maintenance costs you just can't afford? Then call my friends right now with Quick Cash Offer. They specialize in buying any home, no matter how ugly the situation. Turn that problem property into cash right now. It's just that simple. One call and you can get rid of that home headache forever. They buy the ugliest houses with instant closings, instant cash, and huge savings. Plus, there are no realtor fees, no listing fees, and no repair costs. Just cash in your hands for that painful property. They're buying a few more houses in your neighborhood this month. So take advantage of this cash offer and call Quick Cash Offer now. 800-775-4514. 800-775-4514. That's 800-775-4514. Paid non-attorney spokesperson Fierce Nachiwani with Principal Office in Dallas, Texas is responsible for the content in this ad. Attention women, if you or a loved one used talcum powder for at least four years and were then diagnosed with advanced stages of ovarian cancer or metastatic ovarian cancer before the age of 75, listen closely. You may be entitled to substantial compensation. Call 800-991-4422. Time is limited to file a claim and we'll have to pull your medical records. You must have been diagnosed with ovarian cancer within the last 10 years. You need an attorney on your side fighting for your rights. Call 800-991-4422. One of the leading manufacturers of talcum powder has been in order to pay millions of dollars in claims to the families of women who died of ovarian cancer. If you or a loved one used talcum powder for at least four years and were diagnosed with advanced stages of ovarian cancer or metastatic ovarian cancer that moved to other organs within the last 10 years, don't wait. Call 800-991-4422. That number again, 800-991-4422. Call 800-991-4422. Call right now. Pro-Life Across America is celebrating its 30th year of saving babies. That's right. 
Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. We began three decades ago, and thanks to our supporters, we now have billboards, radio ads, and Internet ads across the country. So what have we learned in these 30 years? No woman wants an abortion. Most feel panic, pressure, and alone. Our hotline receives an average of 200 to 250 calls a month. We connect callers with free, confidential, and life-affirming assistance. Please help continue this legacy of support or post-abortion assistance. Visit us at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Or to donate today, simply press pound 250 on your cell phone and say the key words, Pro-Life, Pro-Life Across America, non-political and totally educational. Pro-Life Across America, the Billboard people. Your home for up-